This is Dream Chasers with Adam Coswell. Dream Chasers, what's going on? Coming to you live. Oh man, from beautiful Tampa, Florida. You hear the birds chirping, saying hello this morning. It's 8.20 a.m. going for a walk with Luca right now. <laughs> she's trying to she's trying to find the bird. Where's the bird at, Luki? Got my headphones on today, too, to record this. I don't normally do it, but I I did notice, although they're Bose headphones, <laughs> the quality of the audio definitely does lessen. Pro tip for any podcasters out there. The other pro tip is if it's good content, the quality doesn't really matter that much. And if you have a good producer like ours here, shout out again to Catherine, then, um, you know, you can <laughs> you record in a cardboard box if you want to. It's going to be good. Anyways, today... We are circling back to talk about seventh grade. I think if you've gone through the last 20 podcasts or whatever here, or episodes on the show, I've been kind of recapping my life grade by grade. And I want to say the last one I did was sixth grade. So I'm just going to go ahead and dive into seventh grade here if I'm repeating myself, whatever. Seventh grade, R. Shepherd Lutheran School, OSLS in Painesville, Ohio. Also, the school, uh, if you look up Zion Lutheran Church, that's actually probably how you find it geographically. Anyways, that's where I went for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. No, I'm not Lutheran. Uh, I went to Catholic high school too, not Catholic either. My parents just found value, I think, in the private education world. Sorry in advance, wind noise. This, this wind noise makes me feel when I'm recording makes me feel like I'm back in the no I don't I don't feel like I'm back in Canada. Alright. Anyways, Zion Lutheran Church, our Shepherd Lutheran School. So not not Catholic, not Lutheran. As you may have heard me talk about in some of these episodes, did grow up in a pretty, I guess you could say non-denominational Christian home. So that was part of it, but mainly just the, the private education was the main pole. I'd say in many ways it served me well. I've also said many times now on the show, really the last thing, I don't even care if it's private school. I just prefer to not have Micah or any of my children in any form of government indoctrination camp or child prisons. Some may call them schools. Uh, it's funny. I was going for a, a run the other day and I ran past the uh, local middle school here, which several people moved to where we move for the schools. Uh, look up, you look up West Chase in Tampa. It's, you, go, you go past the school, it still looks just like a prison. And you hear all these stories and stuff on the news now, and honestly, I'm someone who really doesn't care about the news. Like, I guess I'll kind of use what's happening in the news as a, as a reason to get somebody who doesn't have the same worldview on board with me. It's like, all right, <laughs> do you want your kids going somewhere where, like, I heard something about, like, a student shooting a teacher the other day or something like that. Um, I shouldn't be laughing. It's terrible, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that sounds like a prison to me, right? The way classes and everything are structured and how you're, you're rewarded for memorizing and repeating somebody else's answers. I don't know. Mike has got to think for himself and I'm, I'm just looking more and more. If that means I have to spend more time ensuring he learns how to read, write, and do math. Like that's all that matters. Okay. I'm getting, I'm, I was supposed to be talking about seventh grade. Hold on. Let me shift, <laughs> shift back. So, but what I remember about seventh grade, this is when, this is when true athletic competition began. I remember, you know, our school, I've mentioned this briefly, I think in the last one, but we were too small to have a a football team. 
and to compete in the in the fall. Football is a fall sport in the U.S. To compete against other uh, schools in our conference, they had a men's and a women's volleyball league. Or I guess you could say boys and girls since it's seventh grade. And so in the fall, we we played competitive volleyball, and it was, it was a blast. I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot of fun. It's not typical. Um, just thinking about it in retrospect, I don't, I don't know any any uh, really any middle school that gets as organized and competitive for uh, boys volleyball the way that we did. I haven't seen that anywhere else, but it was great. I mean, we would travel up to, you know, one, sometimes two hours away from where we were at to go compete against other schools. And to my memory, we were always pretty good. I don't think we were ever number one, but we were always like top three out of maybe like 10 schools. You know, I was, I was good at it, especially in the front row. Bump set spike, baby. Loved it. I remember there was one time I made a really, I can't even remember what I did. I just made a really good play and I'll never forget everyone talking about how awesome it was. And, you know, as a competitor, it's a good feeling. So that was good. And then basketball, my father coached every team that I was on from about age seven up until high school. And I, I hope to do something similar for Micah too. I think that was a great move by Mike Carr as well, whether he uh, realized it or not to kind of to be that coach and the one who taught me the fundamentals up until things start to get a little bit more serious. So seventh grade, eighth grade, I do remember seventh grade. I was the only seventh grader on the team that started. You could say that might be a little bit of favoritism from the coach, but I also do think that I was the best <laughs> seventh grader. Eighth grade came around and I also, I did mention this on, on the last one too. Eighth grade, I, you know, I, I was never, to my memory, every now and then I would be the top scorer like on a game, but I don't recall ever being like, say by points average, the top scorer on a team, like throughout the course of the season, I was always good. And I always had this thing in my head where it's like, if I can just be on the floor, we have a better chance at winning. And I think every competitor should look at life that way. You know, I was always, I was always good. I was never um, like a, like a Michael Jordan or like, you know, someone going to go out there, get you 30 points a night. But every now and then I'd go off for 15, 20 and the consistency was there. So thank you to whoever, my dad, God, I do think in life, that's actually the sweet spot is if you can all, I mean, be obviously being the, the main person who gets buckets is great. And I guess in my track and field career, which came later down the line, I kind of, I guess I did kind of become that person who quote unquote, got in the buckets, but on a track is different because it's an individual sport. So I can't really compare it directly. Basketball, seventh grade, again, started, played with a bunch of eighth graders. My, then the next year, which I'll get into later, but you know, my, my teammates who I competed with in seventh grade, we all obviously as eighth graders were on the starting lineup. I remember our team being pretty good. Uh, we were, we were, again, we were nothing crazy, probably about the same level we were on the volleyball court. But it was a lot of fun, and I'll never forget my dad making us run the halls. We had to run run the halls at the school, and that was such a big deal. And like the next day at school, everyone would talk about how how like tough Coach Carswell was on everyone. Or I think he went by Coach Mike actually, but <laughs> yeah, great coach. And and my dad would like sometimes when we would run sprints, he would race against us. And I remember like if anybody could beat him, then you know something. Some really good memories, actually, from Papa Carswell in basketball. 
doing the Mikan drill, George Mikan, who who used to play for the Minneapolis Lakers, and he was six foot seven in like the nineteen fifties, and that was considered a giant back then. Now six foot seven is pretty average in the NBA. But doing the Mikan drill, that was a good one. Yeah, having man, I I, I really now that I think about it, absolutely want to be Micah's coach if he pursues basketball just because it has some really, really beneficial memories from learning from my dad growing up. I mean, seventh grade, academically, I really don't remember a whole lot. I do know that it was either seventh grade or eighth grade. You can you can kind of apply to be in honors algebra. And I think there was another honors course and I did go for it and I made it in. It was, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> I just remember always being very good at math. And then once I got to high school, I don't know if it was like Catholic education or what, but it just got, it got way harder. So I don't know if the schools I went to up until eighth grade just were easier or something happened. I would still say I'm okay enough to be dangerous at math, right? <laughs> Off the top, you know, back of the napkin math, I can do it. But it was always something that I would brag about being very good at until I got to high school. And then high school was just a complete wake up call because I was in honors algebra my freshman year. And it was like, oh, I, I did honors algebra in middle school. So this is going to be like no problem. And it was <laughs> complete different level. Never forget that. Shout out to Mr. G, who was my, my uh, honors algebra math teacher in high school. We'll get to that later. So, yeah, it's interesting. Seventh grade. And I feel like it's probably going to continue this way. I remember I feel like I remember more about the academics of school at a younger age. And then as it gets older, it starts going into athletic memories because academically, not much more is coming to mind for me for, for, for grade number seven. But yeah, seventh grade, eighth grade, Philip Murphy, really good friend. Daniel Clems was a great friend. Nick Harmon, Patrick Shelby, Patrick McCann. I think I mentioned a few of these guys in the last episode about my uh, childhood memories, but some really, you know what, some very, very good friends. That was probably from first, from kindergarten up until even high school, the best group of friends that I had was definitely middle school. And man, we, you know, middle school kids, so you don't realize you're so insecure. You just like make fun of each other all the time. But the, the middle school friendships, if you went, if you're listening to this and we went to middle school together, reach out because we had some, you know, we had some really good times. We had some great times. I, I love my middle school buddies now that I think about it. So that is all. We will catch you in the next episode, diving into the memories. Well, we'll see. Maybe the, ne- the next episode is going to be eighth grade memories or something else that I plug in here. But I am determined to get all the way to age number. Well, I'm 31 as of this recording, but I probably will be 32 by the time I get to it. So we're documenting the joining one year at a time until we get to 32. I don't think it's gonna take me until age 33 to to catch up, so (laughs) we'll see. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. This is Dream Chasers. Smash that subscribe button or that like button, drop a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts and remember and all you things say and do, take it to the next level. Dream Chasers, thank you. Thank you, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share this bad boy on social media, drop a five-star review, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts, 
And hey, we really appreciate it. It brings better visibility, better SEO to the show. So just can't thank you enough for that. And also, as you notice, we don't have any ads here on Dream Chasers. So I just want to remind you to head over to carswell.io to get all updates, especially because I am currently writing a book. The book is on the topic of, insert suspenseful topic here, multiplication. Yes, I'm writing a book on multiplication. I know that may sound silly, but that's what it is. So I'm really excited about this. I have also learned it takes a lot more time to write a book than I originally expected. So it's coming soon. And just want to remind you, if you want to get updates on my first ever book, you can go to carswell.io, drop your email address there, and you'll get all the updates you could possibly need or imagine on the release. So thank you again for your listenership. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.